What is up, dude? Study here. Happy Monday, everyone. March 13th, 2023, and welcome to episode number 524 of the study session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritt, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of The Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. Today, as we kick off a brand new week, going to continue our exercise of taking a look at mock drafts of fellow Steelers writers, cover words. And today we're going to take a look at Mark Caballi's of The Athletic, his seven-round mock draft, Steelers mock draft. Can't wait to get into that with all of you here today. But before I do that, my gratitude to Yin's beautiful, beautiful studians. Hope you have a great week. I know everybody's probably dragging a little bit today after losing that hour of sleep, myself included. But it's going to be a great week. Free agency kicks off this week. Life is good in the black and gold. Just a reminder of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. Jim and I record once a week now. We've been picked up by the Behind the Still Curtain Steelers Nation Podcast Network. We will be recording probably Tuesday night, publishing Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. So be sure to check out that show. It is linked in the show notes. And also, please be reminded of our affiliate partnership with Real Life Trading. If you've ever wanted to learn how to trade the stock market successfully, profitably, consistently, Real Life Trading is your one-stop shop for stock market education. It has changed my life, hence why I am sharing it with all of yins out there. Yins, beautiful, beautiful studies. All right, let's go. Mark Caboli, The Athletic. You know who Mark Caboli is. If you're, if you listen to study session and you follow this still study, you know who these guys are that I talk about. All right. All right. So here we go. Kabali, round one, pick number 17. No surprise. Cornerback Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State. You're seeing that this is a popular pick. You got a lot of writers taking Porter Jr. at number 17. The question is, is will he fall to 17 for the Steelers to be able to grab him? We don't know about that. If he does, there's a great shot that the Steelers will get him. We know that the Steelers need a cornerback. We understand the the tangible skills that Porter has. We understand the bloodlines. So no surprise here in terms of this selection in the first round. In the second round, with the first of their two second round picks, this is number 32. Remember, the Steelers have the first selection in the second round. Kaboli has the Steelers selecting guard, Osiris Torrance out of Florida. And Kaboli says Torrance me- measured 6'5", 330 pounds off the combine and is coming off back-to-back solid season seasons, earning grades from pro football focus of 88 in 2022 and 88.2 in 2021. And... This makes sense. They do need a road grader. They need somebody to be able to move defensive linemen, open up holes for that rushing attack. That's going to be a focal point of this offense. 
Osiris Torrance out of Florida is that guy for Kabali. And it makes sense to me. With their second second round pick, number 49, the Steelers select, excuse me, general manager Kabali selects offensive tackle Matthew Bergeron out of Syracuse. This makes sense as well. We know that the Steelers need to add depth to their offensive line. And with a second round pick, it's not just depth. It's depth early on, but these are players that potentially can develop into starters for you. That's how Kabali would be eyeing Bergeron. And Kabali compares him to Dan Moore Jr. Says that he's a much better pass player pass blocker than run blocker and that he only allowed 12 pressures on 392 blocking snaps in 2022. So this could be a guy who can come in, provide depth. If he grows and develops or if one of your tackles struggles, a core four or more, then you have a guy that you can insert into the lineup to see if that changes the quality of that unit. In the third round, pick number 80. Kabali selects wide receiver Nathaniel Dell out of Houston. We know that the Steelers have a gift, a skill, a talent of selecting wide receivers. Kabali sees Dell falling into that category. And he mentions that Dell should have been a higher draft pick, but that he ran a slower than expected 40 time at the combine, 449. Not a big dude. 5'8", 165 pounds, but he has good burst, good explosion, as evidenced by his 10-yard dash time, 1.49. The only thing that I would say about this selection is this sounds very much like Calvin Austin, who should be healthy heading into this year, so I don't see the value in taking a similar type player. But this isn't my mock, and this is... Kabali is getting done in the third round. Fourth round. And this is the second time we've seen this name, I believe, that Alex Kazora had selected, selected this individual as well. Or maybe he was even part of my mock. I can't remember. Done so many of them. But in the fourth round, pick 119, Kabali selects outside linebacker KJ Henry out of Clemson. We know the Steelers need depth at the edge position. This isn't a guy who's going to come in and be outstanding right away. He's going to need time to grow and develop. And so that's exactly what he'd be. He might get some repetitions in his first season if selected. But he would be a project that they're looking to grow and make part of this pass rush arsenal for the Steelers. And then we know that the Steelers don't have a fifth or sixth round pick. It's going to make for a boring day, <laughs> that day of the draft. But in the seventh round, with the first of their two seventh round picks, Steelers select linebacker Servosia Dennis at number 236 out of the University of Pittsburgh. Again, remember, you're drafting these late round guys. They have traits that you want to see if they can translate into the NFL game, but you're looking for special teamers here. Doesn't have great size, 6'1", 225. But they need depth at inside backer. Kabali calls him versatile and talented. 
says that if he was bigger, he would get drafted higher. But Kabali addresses him inside linebacker depth. And then with the final pick in the seventh round, number 248, Steelers select quarterback Max Dugan out of TCU. We know that the Steelers needed number three. Dugan's a winner. Trubisky's coming back as the number two. Pickett's your number one. So Kabali sees them adding a third string quarterback to provide depth, coming to compete in camp. And if he did, hopefully he didn't go the route of Chris Oladokun from last year, right? Anyway, studying that is it. That is Mark Kabali's mock draft. We're getting a fill, a flavor for how Pittsburgh Steelers beat writers are seeing this draft play out. One thing is for certain, the first and second rounds, cornerback, offensive line, I'll take that bet any day. And as time goes on, as these pro days go on, as the Steelers meet with prospects in Pittsburgh, we'll have a clear indication, a better idea of what direction they're going to go. And for right now, we know that it's probably going to be cornerback or offensive line. Anyway, studying that's going to do it for episode number 524. I hope you have a marvelous week. March 13th, coming up on the middle of the month. Unbelievable. We lost that hour, but you know, we gained so much in terms of happiness with one more hour of sunshine, daylight, pushing in on spring, getting close to summertime. Life is good, ladies and gentlemen. Have a phenomenal week. Don't forget about the podcast that I did with Wex over on his site, The Still City Insider. Be sure to check that out. Link in the show notes. Don't forget about our affiliate partnership with Real Life Trading. Link in the show notes. And remember, on this March 13th, 2023, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.